Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I'm your host, Sophia Pinella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all-natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold. But you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals. That's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor, I'm not joking, you guys, it literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. Okay. Before we get into this episode, I just have to tell you guys this past weekend, I went full Barbenheimer. I saw the two movies that are exploding all over the world right now, Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie this past weekend. And it was, first of all, so fun to go to the movies because I really don't go to the movies that often. I feel like with COVID, it kind of just like sheltered me from that. And I was like, oh, I don't really know. Like, I don't know if I want to go to the movies, but it's been really fun. And it was fun to do that with Nash, with some of my friends. And not that any of you guys really asked, but I wanted to tell you guys what I thought about the movies. First of all, I saw Oppenheimer first and Nash and I were so lucky that we got to see it in an IMAX movie theater that's like really close to us. Thank God. Um, Because I'm like, if I'm seeing a three hour movie like Oppenheimer like I'm going to see it in fucking IMAX, you know? So luckily we got some really good tickets to the IMAX theater near us. And if you do have access to an IMAX theater and also the funds to be able to see Oppenheimer, I could not recommend it enough to see it in IMAX. I mean, you could feel the, the music, the explosion, like everything, because it felt, it felt like you were just there with everything going on. Um, but the acting was unbelievable. I would not be surprised if this won a ton of Oscars and awards because, I mean, it was just incredible. The cinematography was unbelievable. And yes, it's a three-hour-long movie, but I'm not shitting you guys. It did not feel that long. It didn't feel that long until the last 20 minutes because I had to pee really badly. And then I checked my phone. I'm like, oh God, there's 20 minutes left. Like I can hold it. But it really felt like a two hour long movie, truly. And that's when you know it was really good. But I mean, my God, it was it was definitely a lot to kind of take in. It was like scene to scene to past to present to future to one perspective to another. And it was it was just a lot to kind of take in at once, but it was just so well done. My God, it was, it was just so cool. And I'm a history junkie. My mom and I are, so it was really cool to just kind of see this from, you know, Oppenheimer's perspective. And I'm just obsessed with Killian Murphy, especially from like Peaky Blinders and stuff. So I'm like, wow, this just was amazing. All A-list phenomenal actors, like every scene you were seeing like a new A-list actor. And I'm like, wow, this is like, really this movie is stacked. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Absolutely loved it. 
I also loved the Barbie movie, you guys. You know me. I'm a girl's girl, okay? And I I loved it. I loved the message it had. I loved how it was very clearly a female gaze and female perspective movie, which you really just don't get to see ever. And I fucking loved it. I know there's a lot of differing opinions with Barbie. And, you know, I think that's the cool thing about movies and things like books and art and stuff like that is that depending on your own life experiences and your own beliefs, you are going to kind of like the episode that, um, I did communication and relationships. You are going to decode messages and receive and interpret things differently. And some people really loved it. Some people really did not like it, but I thought the acting from Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling was top tier. I loved the idea. I thought it was also hilarious. It was such a funny movie. Like it was truly so funny and I fucking loved it. I loved it. We're all dressing as Barbie this Halloween. We all already knew that before walking out of the theaters that we're going to be our own version of Barbie. I love it. I think it was just amazing. And I definitely recommend all my gals out there, all my besties to go see Barbie. If you can see Barbie with your besties or see Barbie with your mom or sister or something. It was just so much fun. What a great, what a great, you know, month for the cinema. I feel like we haven't had two movies come out at the same time in a long time that were both really, really good. So that was really fun. But enough, enough chit-chatting about the movies, you guys. Let's get into today's episode, which by the way, you guys asked for it. Okay. You asked for it. You want to know about spicy romance books and all of that stuff. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give that to you, of course, but I want to kind of take you guys through my whole reading journey because I feel like we've all kind of had a similar reading journey. And if you are into romance or spicy romance novels or whatever, I feel like we all kind of started out in the same place. Okay. Because I started out with self-help books two years ago, and now I'm into some dark, twisted, spicy romance stuff. And I'm like, how did I get here? Am I okay? I don't know. TBD. TBD whether I'm okay or not. Um, but I think we all can thank Colleen Hoover for getting us in to reading. And if you guys don't know who Colleen Hoover is, she's an author that absolutely exploded all over TikTok. Her book, It Ends With Us, went worldwide viral. I mean, every person in the world was reading it at one point. I want to say it was like 2021, um, which that definitely got me into reading and kind of into more of the romance side of things. But I first want to preface with this, okay? I did not grow up a reader, okay? And I feel like a lot of people want to get into reading, but are very intimidated with reading because they're just like, ugh, I just haven't found the right book, right? That's what like all readers say. It's like, oh, you just haven't found the right book to get you into reading. And it is kind of intimidating. And I totally understand that. That's how I used to feel. I was like, I never was a reader before. Okay. Let me just, let me set the scene here. My best friend from diapers, she was reading Harry Potter in third grade. She was on the Deathly Hallows part one when I was on Magic Treehouse book number five and reading Junie B. Jones to try to get AR points. And I feel like AR points, you guys, I absolutely hated that because there was so much pressure to like have to retain the book and read it and really enjoy it to understand it and then take a test on it. And if you failed it, then it was just like, okay, I, that was like a waste for me to read. That was, I hated how they did that to us growing up um, because it didn't make me enjoy any of the books that I read. And I, you know, my friend who was reading 
Harry Potter in the third grade got her master's in biomechanical engineering from USC in five years. Okay. And that's where she's at. So she's like a reader. She's been a reader. She's been, been a reader, right? Like that is a real reader. And not that I'm not a reader, but I'm a newbie. Okay. I'm a newbie to the reading world. And I feel like you can pick it up at any time. You really, you can become a reader very easily. You just kind of have to find the right kinds of books that you like to read. And I love to say that I'm a reader now. Like, I feel like I need to go get my PhD or something because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a reader. Like, oh, I'm actually you know, just going to have a glass of wine and read tonight. Like that's, oh, I love that. I love saying that. I feel like it's a flex. Everyone should be a reader. Um, I feel just like more educated and smarter, even though the books I'm reading are quite questionable. Okay. I spark noted and checked my way through high school and college. So if you feel like you are like me and you feel like you can't be a reader, I'm telling you that you can do it. You can do it. I promise you. Okay. So let me walk you through my reading journey. All right which we all did this, right? When you start reading, you start out with the self-help books, right? You start out with the the therapy where you're like, I'm a reader and I just read the most incredible book and I'm, I'm now changed and I completely am a new person. I would love if I was still that way. I'm not that way anymore, but that's how it started. So we started off strong with the self-help books. And I've already recommended these two books to you guys, but I'm going to recommend them again. If you're looking for self-help books to help you build routine or just help your mental health, I'm going to recommend the first book is called Your Time to Thrive by um, Marina Kidekel. Fantastic read. It really helps just kind of pull your mind out of the social media hyper active world that we live in. Um, I really learned a lot from that book. That's where I picked up the habit of putting my phone down at least an hour before I go to sleep and also not putting my phone next to me when I sleep. I sleep with my phone in a different room um, or at least like on my dresser that I have to get up and walk to pick up my phone. I can't just reach over and grab it right when I wake up. Um, And also there's a ton of research and information in there about sleep as well. Like it's backed by a lot of research, which I love. And also it's a really easy read. Like I read it in one flight from Oakland, California to Nashville, Tennessee on a nonstop flight. I think that's like, what, four or five hours. I read it. Super easy read. um, And I loved it. Picked up a lot of great things from that. And then also the second book, which everyone and their mother recommends, but Atomic Habits by James Clear. Really good book. It really is. Um, it's a good audiobook as well. I listened to the audiobook version as well. So if you kind of aren't really into the reading part, you know, sometimes therapy, self-help books can be difficult to read, but listening to them might be a little bit easier. Um, I don't know if Your Time to Thrive is on audiobook, but I'm sure it probably is. But yeah, really, really great book to help build habits in your life, how, how to break down old habits and how to actually successfully build habits because you need to start off small and you need to habit stack. You need to start off with one habit and then you just build from there. And building a habit takes a couple weeks, okay? It's not like you build one habit overnight it takes time and you really kind of learn to slow down and figure out a routine that can work for you. So those are the two self-help books that I really recommend. And actually my sister, um, said something that was that kind of, I was like, okay, I very much agree with this. And I want to share with you guys that when it comes to self-help books, take it in doses. Okay. Like she said this too. She's like, I love reading self-help books, but 
it can get very overwhelming if you're only reading self-help therapy type books because it's almost like an overboard of information where it's like, oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong. I need to change this. I need to do that. This is how I want to be. This is how I want to act. I need to like redo everything. It can be a lot. So definitely take it in doses. I wouldn't like self-help book for a year. I would do maybe one maybe a few romance or nonfiction type books, and then go back to a self-help book because it can be definitely super overwhelming. So we started off there. Okay. We started off with the self-help books. Those are the two that I recommend. And by the way, I'm going to be recommending books to you talking about authors that I love as well. And then I was kind of finding my way with books. I did, I wasn't in romance yet. I hadn't picked up Colleen Hoover. She was exploding all over TikTok, but I hadn't read, I hadn't read essentially It Ends With Us, that book that exploded all over social media and stuff quite yet. I was trying to like read like legitimate books, like award-winning type books. So I did read um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. And I thought that that was a really good book. Um, It was a little bit hard to pick up on the language barrier because it is in like a deep South um, location on where these characters are. And it was difficult to um, read some of the way like that they spoke because it was this was like um dated like way back in the day. And but once you kind of picked up on that and understood the characters more, it was good. Um I liked it. And then I read Normal People by Sally Rooney, which I think is this um I haven't watched, I think it's a I don't know if it's a movie or a TV series. That book really was disappointing to me at the very end. Like I just didn't understand it kind of just ended and I was like, what the fuck? So maybe I should watch the show or the movie or whatever. Um, and then I read, so I, I thought normal people was like, okay. And then I read seven, uh, um, seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, And that still to this day is like one of my favorite books, like of all time. I loved it. It's a nonfiction book there. It's not like a romance book really, but it does take a few chapters to get into. Like you, it's, it's like Four chapters in, I started to really get into the book. And then once you're hooked, you literally can't put it down. But I will say like you do kind of have to give it a few chapters to kind of understand the characters and get into it. It's not one of those books that like I was addicted to right away and binge right away. I kind of had to get into it. But my God, I put that book down. And that was actually my first book hangover was from Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I thought it was Oh, it was so good. And there's so many plot twists in it. And the ending just kind of had you, the ending like was like, it hurt my heart in a sense that like, I felt something after I read it. So I'm like, I feel like that's a good book, right? If you, if you like really feel it in your bones that like you sit there and you're like, damn, like you close the book and you're like, fuck, it's over. So I got in, you know, finding my way with books. And then I was like, man, I'm going to give it ends with us. I'm going to give it a shot. Here we go. Colleen Hoover, which I want to take a second Shout out to Colleen Hoover because I really feel like she got so many of us into reading. Like she is the reason that so many of us are still reading to this day. For people who aren't readers, she was the one who kind of like made us a reader, which is funny because I, once I read It Ends With Us, that was the first book I read by her, which I finished in like a day and a half, um, binged that. I thought it was, I thought it was really good at the time. And then I binged all of her other books, Verity, Ugly Love, All Your Perfects. Those are my top favorites. Um, and then I read November 9, which I thought was meh. It was kind of repetitive. Hopeless and Losing Hope. It was okay. Um, 
maybe someday was okay. And then without merit, I literally couldn't even get past chapter three. I just couldn't do it. I was like, where's this going? I'm not hooked. So didn't even finish that book. And then I got on to other authors. But it's funny because at the time when I was addicted to Colleen Hoover, like I was binging her stuff. I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. She's the best writer ever. I love it. There were people who were like readers, readers, like my friend, okay, uh, that totally shit on Colleen Hoover. And they were like, her writing is horrible. Like her, you know, characters are horrible. There's no plot. There's this. And I'm like, no, like we stand Colleen. Like we love her. Like I think her writing's amazing. And now that I've been reading for a year and a half past reading Colleen Hoover, now I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Not that I'm like an avid reader. I mean, I guess I am. I don't know. Why do I, why am I gaslighting myself into thinking that I'm not a reader? I just feel like I feel bad because there's people like my best friend who have been been readers. <laughs> and then there's me where I'm like, I'm a reader, but it's only been like spicy romance books. But whatever. You know what? It is what it is. Um, so now I kind of get it where I'm like, okay, her writing, the plots, the characters, I can understand. I can understand why people kind of said that now. But overall, she will always hold a special place in my heart, Miss Colleen Hoover. I'm never going to read one of her books probably ever again. The only other books that I would read would be Rereading. It Ends With Us, Verity, Ugly Love, and All Your Perfects. Um, I didn't even read It Starts With Us. I have no interest in it because I'm just into other authors now. But I would say Colleen Hoover is a great first starter author into romance. Her books are easy to read. I like them. I got like very, very hooked to them as well. And by the way, I'm taking you guys through my specific reading journey on like what authors I started with. Like this is my timeline of like what I started with and then getting into some dark twisted shit. And then at the end, I'm going to recommend a starting point if you wanted to get into romance, because I know that it's kind of a lot. Okay. So then I binged Colleen Hoover for about six months. And then I was like, okay, I need some more authors. So I'm always asking you guys on like my TikTok or Instagram, like recommend spicy books. Who are your favorite authors? A lot of you guys recommended the after series by Anna Todd. And I read the first two books. I thought they were okay. It's a college romance. I liked it. They're big books. Like they're super thick. They're very like, they take kind of a while to get through. Um, the after series is also on, I think Netflix the movies, I think they're made into movies. Um, and I watched them and I thought that they were good. The books are obviously way, you know, it, that's how it always is. The books are way more in depth, you know, with the characters, with the plot and everything, but I liked it. I thought that they were cute, not my favorite, um, but definitely cute books to get into, but they are really big. So if you're not a type of person to like read like 600 pages of a book, I would not recommend that. And then, and then, oh, I'm about to go off. And then I got into Penelope Douglas, which if you have followed me for at least five minutes, you probably know that I'm obsessed with Penelope Douglas. They are an author whom really got me into reading on a different level. And I asked you guys, like, what's the next books? Like, what do you recommend? And my friend who is an avid reader recommended um, for a kind of like a spicier romance book, the Fallaway series by Penelope Douglas. And the first book is Bully. And it goes Bully Until You, Rival, Falling Away, and The Next Flame. And that's the Fallaway series. And the Fallaway series, you guys, I feel like will I will never forget that series. It is truly still to this day one of my favorite series of all time. 
And I'm going to explain to you why. I will say though, Bully, the first book, it's a slow burner. Okay. It really just, which, you know what? The first books in series, I feel like they're a little confusing. They're always a little bit like, okay, where is this going? But the first book in a series sets the scene. It sets the plot. It sets the characters. It sets like the timeline, the location and everything. So it's kind of a lot to retain at once. So I will say that Bully is a slow burner. It is until the end you know, it gets, it picks up a little bit. And then every book after that is hot fire flame. I love it. It's like teen kind of teen to college. Okay. Like senior year, high school to college. Um, it's about a friend group and every single book in the series is about a different person, like a different two characters in the friend group. It's dual perspective, which I fucking love. So you get both sides of the main characters and it's like one giant friend group. And each book is about each different like friends and their romance. Okay. With like one another in the group. Um, and also what I love is that even in like the last book, you're still getting the characters from the first book because they're all in a friend group. So it feels like you're reading kind of like one very long book with the series. The dual perspective is awesome and it definitely picks up and gets really spicy. And I love it. I love it. I really do. Like I'm waiting for the right time to reread that. I haven't reread any books actually ever. Um, but that's a series that I will absolutely be rereading. I think it's a great first series if you are wanting to, if you've read like a couple romance books and you're really wanting to get into a series, I definitely recommend the follow series first as like a first spicy romance book series. So hungover after those books because I felt so, so attached to those characters. I think those are the characters in like that series that I felt the most attached to out of any series that I've read so far. Like truly, that was amazing. So I read that series and then I was like so obsessed with everything PD that I was like, okay, I need to read more books. So they have a lot of one-off books. Um, And so I read Birthday Girl, which I loved that one. It's I feel like describing this to you would be weird. Like I'm not giving anything away, but it's, it's a, it's, a dilf. Okay. Daddy. And Oh God, that sounded so bad. Oh God. I'm not even going to cut that out, but I probably should. It's like the, the, the dilf moment. Okay. The, in a dilf, if you guys don't know, it's an acronym for, you know, you guys know MILF and dilf dad, I'd like to fuck. Okay. That is what it is. I said it, we were all thinking it, maybe we were wondering what it was. So it's kind of like the book where it's like, Oh, it's about like, a a dad and a girl. Okay. So I'm just going to leave it there. I loved it. I did dual perspective again, which I loved punk 57 teen, uh, romance by Penelope Douglas, dual perspective. Loved that one as well. Credence. Okay. If you know, you know, if you don't, um, I will say, I guess there's some, I don't even know if I would call it like a trigger warning, but maybe some mild warnings Credence is a very controversial book by Penelope Douglas. You either loved it or you hated it. I'm on the side where I did love it. I think that it was definitely, there were some parts where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like there was one scene that I was like, I had to reread because I thought that I read it wrong. I thought I I was like, there's no way, there's no way that this is happening. It definitely is 
it's an interesting read. Okay. It is. I, I liked it. I did. I won't lie. I'm, I'm proud to say it that I'm on the side of, you know what? It is what it is. I will say that they are not blood related. Okay. They aren't, but outside of that, it definitely is a very interesting, it's just an interesting story. Okay. So there's your warning for credence. And then the other Penelope Douglas book that I read was Trist Six Venom. It's a bigger book. It was actually my first and only lesbian book that I've read so far. I didn't know it was about two girls, but I loved it. Teen romance, two girls, like kind of coming out of their shell and literally coming out. And I thought it was a really, really cute book, really good. Lots of kind of, it was a little bit of like a thriller, you know, some crazy stuff going on in that book, but I really liked that one as well. So then I was like, okay, I need to take a break from PD and I need, I need something else. Like, let me try out another author because you guys, I was literally like obsessed with Penelope Douglas. I was almost like, I feel like I could not find another author. I'm like, there's no way that another author is going to live up to them. But then I found Sylvia Day. Now, Sylvia Day wrote the Crossfire series and the Crossfire series is a way, way better version of 50 Shades of Grey. I wish that the Crossfire series was made into a movie or a TV series because it just is so much better than Fifty Shades. And I read like the first book of Fifty Shades of Grey and I thought it was good, but it just was like, I didn't love the writing. I really didn't. And I love, I love the way that Sylvia Day writes. So the series is, you guys, these names are so cringe. Okay, ready? Bear to You. Then it's Reflected in You. Um, book three is entwined with you, then it's captivated by you and one with you. So I will say the first book, I mean, they get to it right away. I mean, by chapter two, it's like hot, spicy flames and you're like, whoa. And then I will say by book three, it, I, I felt at least for me, it does get a little repetitive. Okay. It's, it is kind of like the same shit, different day. And you're like, okay, where's this going to go? But by book four and five, you're at the point where you're so in it with Gideon and Eva that you need to see where this ends off and like finishes off. And there is some plot twists and drama, like a lot of drama that happens in book four. And then in book five, a um, little bit more drama happens, but I'm like, I just need to finish out with Gideon and Eva, who are the two main characters. I'm like, I've got to see where they end up and what ends up going on. Like I had to finish out. Um, so I definitely loved the Crossfire series. I love the way that Sylvia Day writes. The first book, Bear to You, is just one perspective. Um, I believe the next four books are dual perspective. There is dual perspective in the series, but I know at least the first book is only one perspective. And then you get Gideon's perspective in either book two or book three. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's book two, um, which was really nice to see his perspective. I love reading both perspectives. Like if you can find an author that's dual perspective, that is where you want to be. Um, okay. And then I did some one-offs and then I was like, okay, after Sylvia day, like I'm not ready quite yet to go back to Penelope Douglas. Like, let me try to, let me try to see what other authors are out there. So I asked you guys, I'm like, let me know. A lot of you guys recommended Tessa Bailey. So I read it happened one summer and it was so not spicy at all. Like there was just a lick of spice in there and that was it. But it was a cute story. Really, really easy read. Um, I would recommend Tessa Bailey like even before Colleen Hoover or right after Colleen Hoover. Like if you're starting to get into reading spicier romance books, Tessa Bailey, I would say is like a starter. I would not say it's like a spicy, spicy romance author, um, but her books are cute. And then I read, oh God, you guys, and then I read my first Sierra Simone 
book and I read Priest, which you know what? It's on me. It's on me. You guys recommended it, but I'm a grown ass woman. I probably should have put two and two together on what Priest was going to be about. But I was like, maybe it's, maybe it's not, maybe it's not about that. No, it was. Okay. I would not recommend reading Priest if you have any association previous, current, or future association to any type of religion at all. Um, Because growing up, going to private Catholic school for 12 years, this was so uncomfortable for me to read. Outside of that, the spice level in the writing really high. Like I, I, the spice level was high and I really liked the writing of Sierra Simone. Um, I need to read another one of her books because I would not recommend this book, but that's just, again, like I said at the beginning, based off of my own personal experience. Like I went to fucking private Catholic school for 12 years. Okay. And the fact that like I confessed my sins to priests for like many, many times reading this in the book, I was like, Oh, I don't really like this. Like this is, it was just uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me to read. Um, but you know, people who maybe didn't grow up, you know, confessing their sins to priests and stuff and having like growing up around that. Yes. I think this book could definitely be an interesting read, but that is a hot take. I mean, Sierra Simone with the, with that take on, with a priest, you know, um, going against his, his vows and, and stuff like that is, it is a little bit weird and it's hard because you guys, one of my favorite um, movies of all time is Spotlight. And that is based on a true story of um, basically the Boston Globe. They have this um, section of the Boston Globe called Spotlight, which is their like investigative journalist. Um, and they uncovered a bunch of priests who were um, abusing kids and realized that it was like a whole epidemic. Like it wasn't just a thing in Boston. It was kind of like a a bigger thing. And so after that, with my experience, you know, growing up in a Catholic church and then reading this book, I was just like, I'm not in support of that, but I definitely need to read. I need to read other books by her for sure, because I did enjoy her writing. So I know that was kind of a long rant, but Man, that was definitely, that was a trip. I was like, this is very uncomfortable, but I read it all. I had to finish it because I was like, I bought it, so I have to finish it. Okay, all right, moving on. And then we got back into Penelope Douglas and drum roll, please. We got into the Devil's Night series. Okay, this was the first introduction for me of darker, spicy romance, okay? Because every book and author that I have told you about before, ex you know, Penelope Douglas, they're just spicy romance where it's like hot fire flames, like, whoa, oh my God. But the Devil's Night series, I mean, hi, it's called the Devil's Night series, okay? Darker romance book. And this was my first introduction to it. And okay, this is the series in order. It goes Corrupt, Hideaway, Kill Switch, Nightfall, Conclave. Um, and I think that's it. Or it might go Kill Switch, Conclave, Nightfall. I don't know. You guys can look it up too. Um, I will say the first book, Corrupt, it is, the, and this series is dense. Okay. It is thick and it is dense and the books are big and there is a lot. The first book, Corrupt, is very fucking confusing. So confusing. Like, again, like all first books in series, I feel like they're pretty confusing, but the story is so so deep. The characters are so deep. And that's why I love Penelope Douglas as an author. Like they just go into such great depth 
of these characters and their backgrounds and why they are the way they are and why they do things the way they do it. And I loved being able to read about each character because you at first, when you come across them, you're like, this is, again, it's also about a friend group. You're like, this is a fucked up friend group. Like, what is going on? And then each story is about, again, a different person in the friend group and their, like, you know, romance with the other main character. Um, And then in the last book, you're still getting those first book characters, which I love because again, you just feel so attached to them. Like you really do. Um, So corrupt. When you start this series, if you're ready to get into darker romance books, I would say this is a series or a darker romance series. This is definitely a series to, to give a shot, but warning that corrupt is really confusing. Just get through it towards the end. It starts to make more sense. Um, and each book after that makes a lot of sense because the scene is set with the first book. So just get through it. I know a lot of people try to read corrupt and they're like, I don't get the hype around the series. Like it's so confusing. I didn't really like it. Just read the first book Every other book after that, really, really good too. Hot, spicy, some dark, twisted shit in there, okay? But not the darkest, I've read. But that was like my first introduction. So I binged that series for about mm, like four or five months. And then I was like, okay, palate cleanser from PD. What do you guys got? What is a darker, spicy romance? Because once you get into the darker, spicy romance, you're just kind of like, I need more. So you guys um, recommended Anna Huang and the Twisted series. Some of you guys said this is like the spiciest book you've ever read. Um, This is like very low, low level spice. I didn't finish the series. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. This is my review on it, my personal opinion. I did not love the Twisted series. And I think that if I had read this series earlier in my romance book journey, I would have loved it more. But because I was too far in (laughs) to the spicy romance, I was like, this is so soft. Like I need something more. Okay. So the Twisted series is Twisted Love, Twisted Hate, Twisted Games. And I think one other, again, I didn't finish it. You guys can obviously look it up, but I, I liked it. I thought the storyline was like super unrealistic, but most fiction books are, and a lot of romance and spicy romance books are like super unrealistic, right? Um, but I, I thought it was okay. The writing was okay. I would recommend Anna Huang with Tessa Bailey with Colleen Hoover on lower level if you're getting into romance, spicier books. I would do Colleen Hoover, and then I would do Anna Huang, and then Tessa Bailey. Those are like those three to get started in more spicier romance books. And then you guys fucked me up with this one. You did. I should have known. I should have known. Um, but you guys recommended haunting and hunting Adeline. So it's hunting or it's haunting Adeline is book one. And then hunting Adeline is book two by HD Carlton. And wow. Wow. Okay. Um, I thought that the devil's night series was spicy, but this took it to a whole different level. Now, major, major trigger warnings with Haunting Adeline and Hunting Adeline. Do not read this two series book um, if like you are not mentally stable. And I would recommend like 100% you have to read the trigger warnings because um, it's a lot. It, it is a lot to take in. It introduces like a whole different level of darkness. And I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I did. Um, 
I really did. I I thought the writing was great. I really liked how H.G. Carlton wrote. I'm excited to read more books by them. And I thought, I will say this though, when you read Haunting Adeline, which is book one, you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Why is she doing this? Like, why is she agreeing to this? Like, why can't she just say no? Which, okay, this sounds so bad. Um, but then once you read book two, you kind of understand both characters a lot more. And also you're in the first book. You're like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Like he is creepy. He is fucking weird. He is kind of like, he is a predator. Like this is weird. And then you read book two, you get more to know more about like who he is and what he does, which kind of makes it more fucked up but it makes sense. But then you're like, what the fuck? This is weird. So it's weird. You guys, it is, it is definitely really strange. And book two was really heavy. It was really heavy and, and scary, but also I was very hooked by it. Like I could not put these books down. I was so fucking hooked. So super dark, twisted shit. Okay. That is the dark, dark, deep, you know, web of, um, spicy romance books. So I finished those two. I liked them a lot. Um, hung over from those for sure. And then I got into the author Chantal Tessier. And I think that's how you pronounce it. Tessier, but I'm pretty sure it's Tessier. It's giving French. I, I think that's maybe I'm, I might be totally missing the mark there. Um, and I, which is where I'm at now. I'm still reading Chantal Tessier. Um, I read The Ritual, which is the first book in like, I think a three, they're one-off books. It's The Ritual, The Sinner, and The Sacrifice. They're different, but like, I don't think you have to read The Ritual first, but I would recommend reading that first. I don't think it's like a series because each book is very different, but they're about the same Actually, I would, I, you know what, scratch that. I would read The Ritual first because it sets the scene on like what these kids in college are doing and why the guys are in this like secret society of, they call them like Lords and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's like a secret college frat society type thing. And it's like some dark twisted shit. Um, the ritual, I loved it. I really did. That was also a dark, spicy romance. Um, I really liked the characters. I liked the character development. I really liked the plot. Could not put this down. I loved the ritual. I am now currently reading the center. I'm about 35% of the way through. And you know what? I'll say that there's no depth to the character so far. It's kind of just hella fucking spicy, which is nice to read. But I'm like, I need some depth. Like, why? Like, who are these characters? And I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, I feel like I haven't really gotten a good background of the two main characters here. More so the girl than the guy. I've gotten more of a background on like the girl and why she is the way she is. But the the guy, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, hello, who are you? And why are you acting the way you are? Um, but yeah, I would say that I wish that there was a little bit more depth with these characters. And then, but I'm still going to read through the whole book because I will say with the ritual towards the end, like the second half of the ritual, you got to know the characters more. So I'm hoping that maybe that's just Chantal Tessier's writing where in the second half of the book, things kind of start to click with the characters and you get more in depth with who they are and, you know, just more of a background. Um, and that's where I'm at right now at this current moment. I, um, want to tell you guys that I do have a Goodreads. Okay. So if you don't follow me on Goodreads, like what the fuck are you doing? It's like my favorite, it's one of my favorite, like 
social apps, I will say. It's basically like an Instagram, but for books. Like people will post their updates and stuff and what books they're reading and their book reviews. So all of my book reviews and everything is on Goodreads. So definitely follow me there. It's just like Sophia Panella, first last name. Give me a follow. I absolutely love my Goodreads community there. You guys are all so awesome. And I also update every single time that I read, um, which is, you know, every night, every other night, couple couple nights a week, I'm on Goodreads updating um, the percentage of where I'm at completed in the book. And then I'll leave a comment of like, oh my God, I'm so addicted to this book. Or, oh my God, like what the fuck's going on? Or I don't even know what to think. You know, I'm writing all these different comments and you guys can, um, you know, comment back to me too, which is really fun. But that is kind of, that's like my reading journey. So we started out with the self-help books and now we're into this dark twisted stuff. Um, but I will say that if you are wanting to get into romance and spice your romance, I think Colleen Hoover is just straight romance. I will say that ugly love Verity was a little bit spicy, but it was more just like creepy and scary. It was kind of like a horror thriller almost like very much. My heart was beating out of my chest reading that. Um, ugly love is the spiciest book that I had read out of Colleen Hoover, but I would rate that like a two out of 10 with spice. Um, but it's a good first introduction to romance. Now, if you're wanting to get into more spice, like I said, I would definitely recommend, um, Tessa Bailey. It happened one summer. And I think she has another book called hook line and sinker, I think. And some books like that, I'm, that might be a different author, but, um, Tessa Bailey. Yes. I would recommend getting into, that would be the next step. And then, um, Anna Huang with the twisted series, that would be the next step. And then I would read, I really like the crossfair series, um, would recommend that too. If you're looking for like a 50 shades of gray type thing, it's kind of like that office corporate, big corporate billionaire guy. Like she's working, at the same building, you know, that he owns and they, you know, it's kind of like that office type romance where, you know, they're, they're in the office doing their thing, you know, having very extra long meetings and stuff. So I like that one a lot. Um, that would be the next author that I recommend in, in the steps of like getting into, cause you don't really want to start off with the dark twisted shit. Cause that will fuck you up. And like reading any other book, after that, that's less spice. I feel like is a little bit difficult unless if I'm the one that's all messed up in the head, it might be me. Okay. And then I would recommend Penelope Douglas. If you want your first series, you guys, your first spicier romance series, it has to be the follow series. It has to be start with B- bully. Again, it's a slow burner. And then Penelope Douglas, one off books, birthday girl, punk 57, credence, try six venom. 10 out of 10 recommend those. They also have more one-off books as well. I'm excited for them to come out with some more um, books for sure. And then, yeah, Devil's Night series would, I would say, be the first series, darker series, if you wanted to get into that. And then if you wanted to really, really take the next step into making or to reading some dark, dark stuff, H.G. Carlton for sure would be that step. I warned you. Okay. Read the trigger warnings. Make sure you're mentally stable enough to read that. Um, and then yeah, Chantal Tessier. I really like the ritual a lot. The center is so, so for me so far, but I'm excited to continue to read. And that is, that's where I'm at. That is where I'm at you guys with my books. And this, you guys, this was such a fun episode. I love talking about books as somebody who was not a reader before. Cause I feel like that's how a lot of us were. I feel like there's a small percentage that was like my best friend who was reading like that when they were like super young and she continued to read, like she was reading 
literally all the time throughout high school for fun. And I'm like, mm. um, but I will say, um, I love reading because it's a hobby that I get to do. Nash has golf. Okay. And this was kind of like summer of 2021 when I started reading because Nash and I moved in together that summer. He started really getting more into golf. And I was like, okay, he's got his thing, which I love to go and golf with him. Meaning like I love to take my spicy romance book, read a cute outfit, get my diet Coke and a few snackies and sit in the golf cart and drive it and stuff. Like that's my version of golfing. Um, but he started to get into his own hobby and I'm like, I want a hobby for myself. And I really liked reading. Um, and I still really do. And I will say that these spicy romance books have helped a lot with my libido and my sex drive. Obviously you guys know I struggled with that a ton and, I think that it helps keep things exciting for long-term relationships too. I mean, Nash and I have been dating for over four and a half years. So it can be at times, sometimes you feel like things, you know, you get like repetitive with things and you get stuck into it, but reading is kind of like an escape for me. And you also get some like fun ideas. Okay. Like you can take some ideas and inspiration from these books that you read. I wouldn't say, I mean, I'm not talking about like role playing necessarily, but to each their own, to each their fucking own, do your thing, girl. Like however you want to interpret these books and use in your relationship, do your thing. Okay. But there is some stuff that I have learned from these books. I'm like, okay, Nash, like, I feel like we should, you know, Hey, let's, let's try this. Like, why not? I just read this in a book. Like, I feel like it could be fun. Like, let's do this, you know, and like take that into your relationship with your partner. Um, but I will say that there is a line. Okay. I know some of you guys have DM'd me saying like, how do you not get jealous of these characters? Because my partner and I don't do this in like what they're doing in the book and the way that the, the guy acts in the book, he like, my partner's like that. And you almost kind of like compare your relationship to these characters. And some of you might be sitting there thinking this is absurd, but you guys, this really happens a lot. When you read like these spicy romance books, you're like, why is my relationship not like this? Like this is hot fire flame. Like I don't have this, or I used to have that and I don't have it now. Um, totally understandable. The thing is, is that this is a story. These characters are fictional and like the hot fire flame-ness that they have. And maybe they do like a flash forward of like five years later in the end of the book. And they're still like, you know, the hot fire flame sex that they're having in the book or whatever. You're like, wait, but I'm five years later with my relationship. And it's not like that. You guys, it's a book. It's a book it's it's not real in in the sense of that story maybe some relationships are like that but also you guys relationships come on you have your honeymoon phase and then things change which don't worry i'm going to be doing an episode about like long term dating romance spicy sexy time you know in that aspect and i'm going to i'm going to give you guys some help with that because I've had my fair share of struggles with that in a long-term relationship. And then on top of also completely losing my sex drive, not easy to, to go through that and have to rebuild that and work for that has not been easy whatsoever, but we've made it. Okay. Nash and I have made it out the other end and we are doing fantastic now. And I want to share kind of things that we've learned in our relationship that can help you guys, but don't compare yourself to these characters. Okay. It's just a story. Of course, they're going to have hot fire flame sex five years down the road, because guess what? The author can write it that way. Okay. So definitely don't compare it, but get some inspiration. I feel like it can definitely be super fun to, um, get some inspiration from that. But, um, 
that's it. That's all I got for you guys today. What a fun episode this was for me. Um, thanks guys for recommending that I do kind of like a spicy romance book slash, you know, reading episode. This was so fun for me to record and let me know you guys, please let me know what authors you recommend that you really liked a lot. Um, send me a DM, send me an email and also finishing off here to wrap things up. Keep sending in your stories that you want me to share on the podcast. They can be funny, sad, scary, like maybe your worst date ever or best date ever, the best sex you've ever had, the worst sex you've ever had, you know, advice for relationships, for young girls going through life, financial advice, whatever, literally whatever you can think of a story that you want to share with me, please keep sending them in you guys. Um, I've been reading so many of your guys' stories so far, and they have been a lot of them heartwarming, sad, inspirational, funny. Some of you guys have sent like embarrassing gym moments, and I'm having so much fun reading them. So if you have a story to send in, send it into my email, which is sophiapanella.fit at gmail.com, which I will put in the show notes there for you. It's also um, in my Instagram bio. There is a place where you can send an email. So send them in, you guys. I'm having so much fun reading them. Um, because we're going to have some episodes come very soon where they are going to be about you. And I'm just going to be sharing your guys' stories and possibly answering some of your guys' questions and stuff like that. Um, so definitely keep sending those in, but thank you so much for hanging with me today. This was, like I said, such a fun episode for me. I love hanging with you. You know, you're my favorite person to hang with. You already know it. Okay. And if you took the time out of your day to listen to this episode, to share it with a friend, I so fucking greatly appreciate that. You guys, we just hit over a hundred thousand downloads and I only just started this baby in April and this is like a dream come true. And I just want to say thank you so much for making my dreams come true. I literally would not be here without you guys. And I am forever fucking grateful for all of you. And I really feel like podcasting is what I was made to do. I know it sounds crazy, but I've got some really big dreams, goals, and aspirations, and it has to do with this podcast. And I'm hoping that I can really take it to the next level. Like I really am. I'm praying every single night that that is kind of how this unfolds, but you never know. Shit happens in life and you take some crazy turns. So we'll kind of see, but I just want to say we reached a milestone, you guys, together, 100,000 downloads in about three and a half months, which is truly incredible. And I just really appreciate you guys. So anyways, I'm going to get going. All right. We've, we've got some shit we got to do today. I love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I will talk to you soon.